Hello, and welcome to Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Frank Kinslow, to talk about the secret and miracle of instant healing. Welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma, bringing you ancient wisdom for modern day success so that you can sparkle just a little bit brighter each and every day. If what you hear speaks to your soul, go ahead and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And hey, if there's somebody in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. Well, I am really excited today. Kizma, welcome. Thank you. And we have a really special guest on our show today. As you know, if you're a regular listener, we don't often have guests Uh, And there's a reason for that. There are not a ton of people out there who are truly attuned to this conversation. And uh, you know that if if we've got somebody that we're bringing on this show, that this is somebody that uh, is really worth listening to. So Dr. Frank Kinslow is an international bestselling author. He's a teacher and the founder of the Kinslow System. He's a discoverer of what's called quantum entrainment, which is a, a simple and effective healing technique with like far-reaching effects on both personal health and happiness. Now, he discovered quantum entrainment back in 2009, and since then, tens of thousands of people around the world have learned this technique and used it to bring healing and harmony and happiness into their lives. Uh, Frank has been researching and teaching health and healing techniques for more than 45 years. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, he draws uh, from his clinical experience as a chiropractic physician, uh, a meditation teacher, and he's a quantum physics enthusiast. So I know that that'll yes. be exciting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank is considered a spiritual visionary, and his simple and practical teaching really lets students experience in hours or days what could otherwise take years. He's the author of seven books. Those seven books have been translated into more than 25 languages, and he resides in uh, Sarasota, Florida with his wife, Martina. So we are so excited. Welcome to the show, uh, Dr. Frank. We are so happy to have you here. Yes, welcome. Well, that makes two of us. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, Nick. You're so welcome. So we're going to kick it off. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and and your story, like how did you come into this work? Where did you where did you discover this? You know, what what really inspired you to continue down this path and to share healing with the world? Well, you know, it's a, an interesting uh, uh, story, at least to me, because I lived it. <laughs> but uh, it, at the age of sixty-one, and and despite all of my decades of training and practice, I found myself in poor health. I was totally broke, unemployed, and and I had been trying so hard for so long to find enlightenment and, and and to be, you know, even just a caring and effective chiropractor. And yet here I am sitting on my couch, sick, broke, and unemployable. And uh, uh, in my angst and worry and, and, and depression, I mean, it was a, it was a tough time for me. Mm-hmm. I was struck by a very powerful feeling and uh, it was it was saying to me it had the message was come on stop all this resistance stop this what forcing and trying and 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 for me in that instant uh, I discovered the profound healing power of a very specific state of awareness mm. so I had 
I had sought this out in my spiritual meditative practices, and I understood it intellectually, you know, on the, on the level, on the surface level through my studies of Eastern philosophy. But even though I un- intellectually understood it, like everybody else, I was living the opposite. You know, when I allowed myself to surrender, when I just sort of let it go, uh, all of the resistance and let go of all of that trying, that single, that simple perception alone changed my life dramatically. From that single insight, you know, this, this perception, it's a, a shift in the way I saw the world. From that single change in perception, I went from sick and broke to feeling better than I had ever felt before. I wrote my first book and I became an international best-selling author. Then I began teaching workshops all over the world. And I went from, get this, $92,000 in debt to becoming a millionaire in less than a year. And it, it all happened from that flash of insight that allowed me to perceive the profound, uh, let's call it healing power. Let's call it what it is. Uh, and, and I call it, I, I call that pure awareness. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I so appreciate your willingness to bring the money into this conversation. That's something that we're really passionate about is helping people understand that like healing is not just for healing, like healing affects every area of your life. And when you are really in your full potential healed and, uh, congruent with your full potential, uh, you have abundance in all areas. So I, I just think that's really amazing and something that I always find exciting to talk about. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it is amazing uh, that I can even say that. Uh, and I still, I'm still in awe of this whole thing uh, because it, it happened automatically without effort. Once, once I, I, I started perceiving uh, uh, this subtle state Everything just, it was kind of like, you know, you take a a piece of paper and you sprinkle iron filings on it, and then you bring a a strong magnets, you know, in close proximity or say under the paper. All of the filings line up in along the lines of magnetic force. That's what happened to me. I didn't have to do anything. This this magnetic force just started to, to, uh, you know, uh, align the magnetic filing or the filings in the uh, in the proper order for me to well just simply enjoy life have some fun <laughs> well it sounds to me you know when you describe this moment of awareness pure awareness i mean it, to me it's like the ultimate teaching it's what like you said so many of us have been striving for studying eastern teachings and meditation it's the big let go Yet in this Western world, we, we tend to force things, we tend to drive towards things and to create a lot of anxiety and agitation. So it's, it, to me, it sounds like the miracle bestowed itself upon you in an instant. Is that pretty much how it felt? Well, you know, um, I had had experiences of pure awareness throughout my studies. I, I used to meditate two and a half hours a day, and I did mm-hmm. that for 20 plus years. Plus, every, once or twice a year, I'd go away for a month or two months or sometimes even four or five months mm-hmm. and meditate all day long. Mm. So I had had the experience of pure awareness. But what was different this time was that it mixed with, you know, pure awareness, uh, I guess uh, you, could, you could call that, uh, well, I don't know. You've got many different, de- different definitions for it, but basically it's nothing. It's uh, and and so to try to define it is really ludicrous. But mm-hmm. the thing was that 
when I became aware of pure awareness, it cleared my mind of all the clutter, uh, which then opened me up to the, the, the real discovery. Uh, and that was uh, the perception of you feeling. Mm, tell us a little bit about this you feeling. That sounds ah. so intriguing. <laughs> it is. It's so incredible. You feeling is the essence of creation. I know you've heard that before, but let mm -hmm. me explain it, make it a little bit more concrete. Quantum physics calls this, this you feeling, calls it the vacuum state or zero point energy. Mm -hmm. But its interest for us is in that it is the source of order, of harmony. It, it basically is the essence of healing. And when we perceive you feeling, we naturally, without effort now, uh, uh, open our awareness to that universal, what we, harmony mm -hmm. and healing. Mm. So, so just by being human, you have everything you need already to perceive you feeling. And, and that was the cognition I had. And, and then what came along with it was the technique. How do you do something to experience nothing? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. The paradox. The paradox. Yeah. And what you're describing, I would refer to in my language as the vibration of, of omni-divine love, that harmonization. Is that the same thing or is it something different? You know, it's hard to say without sitting down and, and comparing experiences and, and, uh, and our, you know, uh, notes or at least intellectually mm -hmm. sort of. But, but let me try and be a little, a little clearer. Uh, you feeling has basically you feeling is creation. Everything is you feeling. But when we see it, we see it as a door, a car, a person, the stars, and so on. Um, when we experience pure awareness, we have to go through pure awareness and then sort of come out of it, but not all the way out. Not what happens is experiencing pure awareness is uh, it's not a common experience, but uh, Abraham Maslow. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. studied people who uh, who had occasional experience of it and then long-term experiences. And um, he said that, uh, and I'm going to round this off, about 1% of the population has this experience. Mm -hmm. So that means about 99% of us aren't. Now, I say that it's the simplest thing in the world, but you will hear people, uh, teachers, uh, philosophies, they'll say that to experience this state of no thought takes years of study, you know, and practice. And yet, honest to goodness, you can do it in a split second. Mm. And, and the reason is, and here's, this is the, uh, see, everything in QE is upside down. If you look at it the way, you, if you look at life the way you've been looking at it, you're not going to get much of a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I have to turn everything upside down. So to per perceive uh, pure awareness, which is the foundation for you feeling, to perceive that, you have to perceive nothing. Well, how do you perceive nothing? How do you experience doing nothing by doing something? You know, how can you do a technique to experience nothing? Mm. It doesn't make sense. And usually, the reason it takes years to do this is because you're trying to do something, trying, 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 and then the mind just gives up momentarily, and bingo, there it is. Yes, yeah. yes. The let go, right? Yeah. 
And it's yeah. funny. I think it's. I think it seems. What I've noticed is it seems to be our human nature to want to over intellectualize and over complicate uh-huh. the things that yes. are really incredibly so simple, right? And it just like all these roadblocks that we love to put up around those things in order to uh, feel like we know it or feel like we understand it. But ultimately, what you're describing is something that is truly. And this is something that I've seen again and again in the scriptures. Is is again, it's truly beyond description. You're trying to yes. understand yes. it from the state mm-hmm. that's like. It's really you have to change your your state radically in order to be able to understand that. But ultimately, what I think is cool in that you're describing is that the paradox of how to do something in order to experience nothing and experiencing nothingness, but also bringing that into the world of doing this and how those two things come together. And what I hear you saying, kind of what I understand, you can correct me if I'm misunderstanding is that it's it's ultimately about having one foot in both worlds so that you are constantly the creator of your reality. But at the same time, you are also really connected to this world and bringing it into an expression in this world. Does that sound about right? That's pretty darn close to the way I see it. Now, believe me, the way I see this, it's the only perception that is the only perception in all of creation, the way I see it. The way you see it is the only way you see it in creation. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up is what I'm telling you is simply my experience filtered through my sensory apparatus and coming out through my mind. It's, it's not the pure reflection. It could never be the pure reflection of pure awareness. You cannot, you cannot give that experience to someone. You can only set it up so that uh, they stop experiencing. Now, it turns out that this is very simple to do. And, and uh, maybe if we get a chance, we'll do a, a simple little exercise later that uh, will it momentarily stop mm-hmm. them from cool. thinking. But will it momentarily stop the podcast or will, will everything keep going? <laughs> Not quite that powerful. But, but, uh, when you say we have a, a, a foot in both worlds, yes, you could say that. But when you say we are the creator our own, uh, of our own making and we make our own creation, I think when we step out of the world and experience pure awareness, then allow our awareness to stay there and step back into the world. Mm-hmm. That's what I call you feeling, by the way, perception of you feeling. When we do that, what we find out is that we basically, we um, are not the creator. Uh, or we are the creator, but creation is taking place automatically. It's like, um, it's like I mentioned about the magnet and the iron filings. Uh, we may bring the iron filings, I mean, the magnet to the iron filings, but the force of, of the magnet does all the um, orally organizing, all the harmonizing, or in this case, we're talking about healing. Yeah, yeah, it sounds, it, it, to me, um, and, and then I have a, a question for you, just a clarification, it sounds as if you're describing the original state of a divine human being, you know, without the agitation, without the attachment, just uh-huh. fully running on the magnet of consciousness or the substratum, um, but being able to just have that experience here. And you you use the word perception quite a bit. Is there a, I mean, there must be, but if you could describe or talk about oh. the difference between perception and, say, experience. Yes, yes, and that's easy. We all know what perception is. Mm-hmm. When you use your eyes or your ears or you touch something, you are perceiving through that sense. 
Now, perception is the way you notice or understand something um, using your senses. So what QE does is to shift your perception from what I call common consciousness to you feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, common consciousness, let's take a look at that. What that is, it's everyday consciousness where your mind just sort of wanders throughout the day, you know, from thought to thought and thing to thing, focusing only occasionally when it's needed. And and it's um, it is where most of us spend most of our time. But common consciousness is it's weak. It's uh, it's wasteful. Here, let me give you an example. It's uh, it's like an incandescent light bulb, you know, that gives off some light. Mm. But it also gives off a lot of heat, yes. which is wasted energy. And common consciousness wastes a lot of energy, and it's not very well organized. It's uh, it's undisciplined. Yeah, mm, yeah, that makes Total that makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. Now, I have a question, just to kind of back up for just a second, where you know we talk about yes, you're in the role of the creator, but it's like, it's as if like, I think your analogy of the magnet with the uh, filaments is a great example of how they seem to harmonize and, and naturally organize themselves around that. But what I'm curious about is where does uh, the power of personal choice come into that? So if, if he, I think, I think if I'm trying yeah. to articulate this correctly is like, yeah, at a certain point, there's a choice point of like, am I going to be, the, am I going to step into this or am I not going to step into this? Um, and, and your decisions about what you want to create in your life, like what role does that play in this? Well, you know, the problem with uh, this idea of free will, uh, determinism, and actually uh, we won't have time to go into it in depth here, although I do, you know, uh, explain these in, in a couple of my books. But here's the overall uh, idea. There, look at uh, a, a sphere and then look at it contained within a bigger sphere and then a nothing around that sphere. Okay, So the inner sphere is the um, Newtonian laws. Uh, it's the laws of cause and effect, future and past. And it is the area in which the will works. I am me. I am doing this. I am planning that. I am this tall, I have this background, this history, okay? Now, there's, there's, that's the inner sphere. Those laws are functioning in there, and they're perfectly, you know, uh, solid laws, the ones that uh, Newton, Newton uh, actually uh, described best, and that we've been following through until we hit this thing called, uh, well, relativity, Einstein's work, and then uh, quantum mechanics. We have to Think of the second sphere, which contains the first sphere. And the laws that function there are completely different, but they include the inner laws, the uh, cause and effect laws. But here, uh, we lose our identity, this, the, the feeling that we are working. Um, in, in the physics, we have, uh, you know, probabilities rather than, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this result. Okay, I got it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. On one level that works, but on another level it doesn't because you say, yeah, I have control. I turn the light switch and the light goes on, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always do that. Yeah. Right. There's a high probability. Now, spiritually, in this second sphere, the experience is I am separate from life. I am and then everything else is. And this is the uh, sort of the beginning stages of enlightenment. 
And it's the stages of, uh, we would see that uh, people were talking about no mind and the Zen work, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. being separate from life. Now, that's the second sphere. The third one, remember, is not a sphere at all. It's just nothing beyond it. That is, I would say, the, the ultimate enlightenment. And that is <clears throat> not I am, but it is. And, and there is no law functioning there because there is no movement. Uh, and, and again, I, this is very abstract, but you started it, Nick. I did. I'll take, I'll take full ownership for that one. <laughs> yeah. So just to, to, to just say that the, it depends on where you are, where your perception is coming from. I say, yes, I did that. I, I wrote those books. I did this. I did that. Okay. But then on the other side, I know that it just got done because you look at very, very successful people. And, uh, uh, you know, they write a book or they, they, uh, they write a song or whatever it is that makes them popular or successful. Then you ask them to duplicate, you know, that, uh, mm-hmm. that success mm-hmm. and they can't do it. Right. You know, yeah. And, yeah, we, and that, we sort of joke around over here and say, I am Kisma the waker. <laughs> Kisma the waker <laughs> ate dinner. Kisma the waker is going to bed. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. That would be the stepping out and looking at it. Now, that would be looking at the world from pure awareness. Mm. See, and in order to do that, it's actually a fifth major state of awareness. Mm-hmm. And we, I call that you feeling awareness. Mm-hmm. But what happens is now you start to see the orderliness of pure awareness within the everyday structures of life and the everyday activities of life, mm-hmm. these uh, space and time. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I can imagine with that, like we were talking about, the energy becomes more abundant, the presence becomes um, infinitely more because we're not losing energy in all sorts of different directions. So the presence. Absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. You know, my thought for you is, all right, you discovered this. It must have been exhilarating. Um, When did you start to teach this for other people? Almost uh, almost right away. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I have to say, I sat on my couch for three days and I threw everything in my life out. I threw out everything that I knew didn't work. And at the end of three days, I had nothing left. Mm. <laughs> I knew in terms of bringing peace, you can do a technique and you can feel good. You can experience pure awareness, for instance. Mm-hmm. But then you say, oh, hey, look at me. I experienced pure awareness. And you're right back in the world again. Right. And so, and so, um, I, I even threw out techniques, mm-hmm. and when I threw everything out, what I noticed was uh, this incredible nothing was there. There was nothing left. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, momentarily, I was I was depressed. Oh my God, nothing works. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got it. Nothing mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that's what. And so, what happened with that realization came the um, the technique: how to teach doing nothing. Which is, you know, it's it's actually it's ingenious, and I I take no credit for that. It was simply looking what has been there all along, and what is in every one of us. Not it's not something you go in and you find and you cultivate. No, it's there. It's just remember we said perception. Yeah. Perception. How hard is it to perceive something? It's it's effortless, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Human beings do that. Mm-hmm. Now. Here's the, here's the neat thing. If you perceive something negative, for instance, let's say a, a car hits a dog, you, you're right there, you see it, you hear it, right? 
your your physiology goes right into fight or flight, doesn't it? Yeah. Your eyes dilate, the heart beats, the adrenaline flows, and the psychology becomes agitated. Now, now you look over the other way and you see a sunset. Oh, all of a sudden the body becomes relaxed, the mind becomes restful, right? Mm -hmm. Did you say, okay, I'm going to watch the sunset and become relaxed and restful, peaceful? Did you say, when I see the dog, I'm going to now get upset? No, mm -hmm. it happened automatically. Mm -hmm. When you perceive in just the right way, you feeling, it all happens automatically. There's nothing you need to do because you're a human being. You have everything already there. Yeah. That's why you can learn this so quickly. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. It's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine what uh, what that must have been like, you know, to sit there in, in the nothingness of it and realizing, oh, my God, like this is nothing, everything. <laughs> no, nothing is everything. And here I am and I'm actually experiencing this. And by the way, nothing, nothing in my life that I was doing before was working. <laughs> well, that's because you were trying to work, it, you know, mm -hmm. and remember yeah, yeah. The, the different levels. Yes, it works on the working level, but it mm -hmm. doesn't work on the not working level. Mm -hmm. And then on the level that doesn't move at all, you know. So uh, everything has its place. There's nothing wrong with ego, uh, you know, if, if uh, you allow it to expand to, to be its fullest self. Uh, um, I had a teacher that used to say ego in enlightenment is still there. He, he says it's like a butter ball in the palm of your hand. He says when you throw the butter away, there's still some left on there. <laughs> so yeah. there's... But that ego is expanded to unboundedness, and that's the that's a joy. It's beautiful to to have fullness being expressed through you in its purity. It's just amazing. So the potentiality of this is incredible. What you're describing, it, it, it's not just. I mean, I want to dive into some of the things, but what basically, like you know, there's a conversation around money and abundance and things like that. That to create results in your life, or to I, I think the more accurate way of putting that is to allow results in your yes. life. Um, but then there's also you know physical healing and how that affect how it affects you just on a physical cellular level uh, in your body and that. And I always feel like you know people are in a process, and yes, they're like what you're describing is a way to basically. Uh, sidestep some of the angst and the trauma and the drama that people go through in throughout the healing process and to make it happen so much easier. I always feel like that for another level of awareness, there is, there is some kind of healing that re is required to happen, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever that is to allow you into that state. And what you're describing is a way to, to really to move through that much, much quicker and without the trauma and drama. Is that about accurate? Yes, that's, uh, yes, that's uh, fairly accurate. The, the perception, remember we just said how the, you, you, you didn't create the changes in your body and mind when you perceive something. Mm -hmm. They're there automatically. So, so you're actually bypassing all of the effort, all of the trying. That was the thing that bothered me my whole life for 61 years. I tried and tried and tried and tried. I was a good boy. I did everything they said to do to become spiritually enlightened. <laughs> and, uh, you know, here I was at the, nearing the end of my life. And uh, I was t worse off than ever. And uh, so the, the, it's, it's the working at it. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you involve yourself in working on something, um, you limit your, and, and this is a, 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 what we call a quantum mechanical principle that 
that you're going to limit your possibilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, life, life is infinite and, and the, the possibilities are infinite. However, the probabilities are not. Uh, the, the probability of having something happen is, is uh, much smaller. Mm-hmm. It can be much smaller. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love if that. You want, yeah. If you want financial uh, freedom, uh, you can do it, you know, read some books and go that way. Um, <clears throat> and even when you get it, you may be very unhappy. You may have ruined your health in the mm-hmm. interim or mm-hmm. made a lot of friends or just don't like yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can immediately be at, uh, with yourself, with your, uh, with you feeling. Right. And aware of that you feeling then, uh, whatever you do, you already have the goal of, of, of your desire. The, the major the desire in life is to be free from desires, to be whole, to be yes. full. Yes. Okay? So if you think that money's going to do that, a new person in your life or whatever, mm-hmm. then you know that it, it, it never turns out that way completely. You, mm-hmm. You're happy for a while. But fulfillment isn't uh, really there. Yeah, it's yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I love. I you know it brings me to a time when we were in India shopping, and I love how the marketplace and bazaar owners understand this law of desire. You know, it's like you go over to one little kiosk and buy a necklace and there's a desire that's satiated and all of a sudden someone's coming up to you, well, buy this watch or buy this dress. Like once that desire is satiated, they're like, oh my gosh, there's so many more. So it, it's really Isn't fascinating. Isn't that a metaphor for life? <laughs> it totally is. It totally. Well, so hmm, go when ahead. you are at peace, uh, and, and I don't want to, I don't want, this is, you know, in, in some ways, the philosophy is old as, as humankind. When we stood up, you know, and became self-aware for that first time, um, uh, you know, that fulfillment was, was a part of us. Mm. And um, uh, when we lose that, then we start trying. And the more mm. isolated we are from that feeling, yes. the, more, the harder we try. Yes. Oh, that's so true. Well, my question for you right now um, Dr. Frank, is how many years have you have you gotten younger through this process? Because oh, you well, you spoke about, I mean, obviously, sixty one is not old, but you seem incredibly youthful and joyful and energetic, and I bet you have de aged, if that's even a concept. Or <laughs> it it really, uh, uh, and I have to say, um, physiologically, I'm younger now, and I can do more than I could when I was forty. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sixty one. Now I'm I'm seventy. At this mm. point, and um, I just noticed the other day when my wife did, she said, "Hey, your hair is turning darker," <laughs> and it is. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's amazing, and and uh, I have much more stamina and energy. And uh, you know, of course, it's not just sitting around, you know, being aware of you feeling that does that. You've got to get out and live life. Yeah, but sure. you have to live it in accordance with with. It's like we're all instruments, different instruments, and we have different music. And if you're a violin, you can't play drum music. Right. When you become aware of you feeling, you find out right away what your music is and Mm -hmm. and what instrument you are. Mm -hmm. And then as you play that, you fit in the rest of us. So, you know, it's a symphony when everybody's playing what they should. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. In our workshops, it's incredible. Yeah. We call that Swadharma, you know, one's nature, one's Uh original Vasana. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. will tell us what is the secret of instant healing of this you feeling? Do you want to take us through a process? Is that possible? Uh, you mean uh, actual experience? Yeah. 
Well, there's the train of truth. It just came by. <laughs> I used to live near a train, and you know, when I moved, I missed it. I missed it I all by. <laughs> so um, I can give you an experience. Uh, we can do a, a quick little exercise. Yeah, great. To actually experience uh, you feeling would take a little time to set it up. More sure. time than we have mm-hmm. here. Okay. But, um, here's a little. Uh, this is a simple little experience to show you. First of all, pure awareness is everywhere, all the time, and Pure you feeling, which I won't get into now, is is also, it's the only thing that is localized and unbounded. And so what we, um, what we normally do in life is uh, a pure awareness, or we could say nothing, uh, is not in, it, it's not interesting. The mind doesn't care about it. The mind likes things to play with. Yes, so it does. <laughs> yeah, and it skips over the nothing that's always there. You, it, it's everywhere. You don't have to close your eyes and go into deep meditation for a month or two. And and this little exercise will point it out to you. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is turn your head to the left as far as you can and look at an object. And all of you listening at, at home, do this. Okay. That's it. Go ahead. Look at an object with your head turned to the left. Now turn your head to the right and look at another object. Now tell me, what was in your mind from the time you looked at the object on the left to the one on the right? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> but you didn't go into a coma. No. You didn't go anywhere. You were still there. You, you were still aware, but you were aware of nothing. That's mm-hmm. called pure awareness. Mm-hmm. Now, how many years did that take of study to, to yeah, clear? Yeah, right. <laughs> so if I walk around like turning my head left to right all day, I'm just in breathing deeply, this is going to be a good day. Well, yes. <laughs> there's a little more to it than that, but it's a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that, obviously that's just an mm-hmm. example. But really, with uh, when we do a workshop or a webinar, mm-hmm. very quickly, very quickly, uh, in a workshop, before we break for lunch on the first day, not only have we experienced pure awareness but and you feeling, but we're aware of you feeling while we're moving around, mm-hmm. and we've created a healing event in a perfect stranger mm-hmm. just within the first, uh, what is it, two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, I love oh, that's that. Truly incredible. Yeah, well, that in itself says a lot. I mean, I, I love to hear because we're going to make sure everyone has a way to reach you. And of course, we have a few more questions before we close. But in in your words, then, what are the major benefits? I mean, it's pretty clear to me not being obsessed with all the different things going on in the world and agitated. But, you know, when you concisely put it, uh, Dr. Frank, what are the, the benefits of you feeling and the, the QE process? Well, let's, why don't I give you, probably the best way to talk about it is, um, uh, is to say that uh, it's, QE is, it, it's the closest thing to a silver bullet that there is. It's the ability to have awareness of the, the ultimate um, harmony in creation while we're living our life day to day. And when we do that, then healing takes place naturally. You know, how hard do you have to work if you cut your finger? How hard do you do you, do you have to teach your body how to heal that? No, it does it all by itself. Exactly. It's a great example, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when we um, when we do QE, um, right away, within minutes, you'll you'll see. Oh, you know, uh, sh- frozen shoulders been there for years. Will start moving, and uh, mm-hmm. and people with chronic illnesses start to get better, and and athletes are doing better jobs and and holding up. 
um, you know, I could I could give you some psychologically. It's it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so in every way, it's it's the foundation for healing. Yeah. Anything you do after that is going to be more effective. So if you want to use it as a healing technique, fine. But if you want to use it, uh, use QE and, and be, you know, have a better relationship or, or enjoy your work more or your spiritual endeavors, mm-hmm. it's the foundation for mm-hmm. it. I love that. Do you have a specific instance that was really moving to you when someone was healed with you feeling. Yeah, yeah, we have so many of them. Of course, now this is this is this is beautiful because you can actually learn to do QE. It's so natural to human beings that you can do it simply by reading my book. And and so that we have we get thousands of of emails and uh, reports from people who read the book even in a foreign language, even translate it into a foreign language, and do QE and get these you know miraculous uh, healings. But um, the one that really meant the most to me um, uh, actually happened with my mother. Um, she was um, she had developed over uh, I guess about ten years or so. She had developed a moderate uh, um, Alzheimer's condition. And she was taking medication and seeing a, a neurologist uh, regularly. When I discovered QE, and I thought, well, I'm going to do QE with my mother. And uh, and actually, I didn't live near her, so you actually can do QE at a distance. Uh, and this makes it very convenient, very valuable. So I did QE with my mother for an hour a day for three weeks. And uh, she just happened to have an appointment at that end of that three-week period and uh, went back, and they took her off her medication. They scheduled her for more tests, and uh, within the next six weeks or so, uh, she had reverted to an almost normal. She was just a slight uh, mm. Alzheimer's. That and she, is amazing. And she never got worse after that. Wow. And I had her for the most precious 10 years of her life and mine. At mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. It was, to me, that was, it was just wonderful. It's just Beautiful to think, yeah. you know, to, to think that uh, it's just simply a perception, uh, 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 nothing that you have to do, but just perceiving in a certain way and everything changes. I love that. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing that. I'm yeah. so happy. Oh, sure. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for <laughs> everybody. Like, this is like the coolest thing. I, like, everybody needs to know about this. Yeah. It is so, it, and from what I can tell, it is truly, I like the way you described it. It's like, it's the foundation to really bring so many aspects of your life into the fullness that they actually could be and to let everything work with more harmony and more ease. And ultimately what it sounds like is basically just for lack of a better way of putting is basically just getting out of the way (laughs) so that these things can actually happen in your life. Yes. Nick, and that's, that's, uh, that's an excellent point. Um, you know, it, it, when we do QE, it doesn't interfere with or it doesn't take the place of anything that you already do. Mm-hmm. It just helps you to do it better. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Wow. Well, we're excited. I know we're going to have a link for all of our listeners to um, grab your best-selling book in audio. But I have a question. This is one of my special questions that I, I love to ask um, people such as yourself, you know, leaders, thought leaders, spiritual people that have made a difference in, in our world and on our planet. Is there anything that secretly you really want to do, but you've yet to tell anybody? 
Oh, well, I'm pretty much of a blabbermouth. <laughs> what comes into my head comes out my mouth. <laughs> Divine self-expression. Uh, yeah, but um, I would I would say that um, the one thing that uh, I, I do or don't do mm-hmm. is I don't I don't push or I don't say push. I don't talk loudly enough about mm. this work. I, oh. in my heart. I, I absolutely have seen what it does on on every level, and I'm excited about it for the world. Yeah. And and yet I I I'm hesitant to toot my own horn, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always better when someone else picks up that baton. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to that I'd like to see change that yeah. you know. That could, yeah, know. maybe a little <laughs> trip to New York City and right there in Times Square and start <laughs> yeah, rocking and rolling. Do a massive healing on the whole city. <laughs> would be pretty awesome. I like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Um, what a great answer. Uh, and certainly from our, you know, our experience here, we're so happy to have you on the podcast. And, um, and uh, you know, obviously your knowledge around this is uh, really, really powerful mm-hmm. and so deep, you know. It, it, it's like if I... Go to your own horn, Dr. Yeah. Frank. That's all yeah. I got to say yeah. is like, not only have you earned it, um, but at the end of the day, the results speak for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, thousands and thousands of people have been impacted by this. And, and that is amazing. And, mm. and if there's something I feel like that is so important in our world for everybody, it yeah. is this this level of not only just the power of the tools that you're describing or uh, the experience that you're describing, but really... Um, the possibility for what that can do in people's mm-hmm. lives, yeah, it's great. right? And the simplicity that you're able to describe this as that, that is really so important. Cause I think so many times we have this tendency to so overcomplicate things and the simplicity of this, I think can almost be deceiving in a way, but at the well, end of the day, it's like, it's so necessary to cut through the noise of all the chaos and just be like, no, it's like, let's let it be simple and just start there mm-hmm. and let the results start to happen. I think that's so amazing. And man, go toot your horn. Yeah. It's- <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank yeah. you both for that. That Aww. means a lot to me. How many live workshops a year do you do in Sarasota or you do them elsewhere in the world? Well, we do. Uh, I travel for um, two months twice a year uh, through Europe and Asia, and each week we do a different workshop. Nice. Uh, but in the States, um, we I, I have only one this year scheduled, and, and that's here in Sarasota. It'll be coming up in September. Okay. By golly, if, you, if you'd if like to join us be, be, to be my guest, you're more than welcome. Aww. We have so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to look sure. into that. And Dr. Frank has a really special gift for our audience, and that is the audiobook of his international bestseller, The Secret to Instant Healing. And you can get that by going to sourcemovement.com forward slash Dr. Frank. So that's sourcemovement.com forward slash Dr. Frank, and you'll be able to download that for yourself there. So I hope you're able to go and get that. And if you could just tell everybody a little bit about what the, you know, what they can expect from this uh, this awesome uh, free book and audiobook that you're offering. Yes, well, uh, it's the one that uh, it really took off uh, in Europe and, and Asia, and uh, base it's the basic QE technique. It's a, a scientific, a very simple scientific way to um, get in touch with you feeling. Um, what you will learn in there is uh, how to experience pure awareness, then you feeling, 
then how to uh, do QE um, with another person so that uh, they heal. And by the way, when you do QE, the person who's doing it, we call that the initiator, uh, they they heal more than, than the person they're working with. Oh, I partner. love that. It's, uh, it's just really uh, it's very nice. So there's, uh, it, uh, there's that going on. You'll learn that. You'll learn how to do QE at a, diff- a distance. You'll learn how to do it with yourself. Let's see. Uh, you'll do, learn how to do QE for emotional concerns and how to ramp up the power of QE by doing it in a group. That's all in the, in the audio book that you'll right. get. Wow. So basically, the pinnacle of the human experience is in the book. Your ability to heal anything that's showing up in your life that is maybe not to your liking or something that's holding you back is in the book. Uh, You'll be able to do that with people in your life and then amplify that in groups and do it anywhere in the world at any time. Is that, is that, did I get it? (laughs) Pretty awesome. I like that. That's about the best offer I think that I've ever heard. Right. So yeah. I, I, I can't wait. And yeah. I'm Here so excited. The train of truth. There's a train of truth right now. I'm so <laughs> you know, excited for our audience to experience yeah. this. Yeah. I guess I don't have to toot my own. Yeah, you know, there's <laughs> there a it is. For you. Um, Dr. Frank, where do you go in Asia? Uh, uh, Japan. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. uh, well, we've been to Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. uh, go there infrequently. And uh, there are a few other places that are opening mm-hmm. up for us, but those are the two places Great. now. Yeah. I used to live in Hong Kong for nine years and go back periodically. Uh, so I would love to yeah, go. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a cool place. So that's so something. What were you doing there? Well, that was my, um, this pre life. I was a musician for many years and I played in the Hong Kong Philharmonic. For nine oh, years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been many chapters in Kisma's life. It's quite, quite interesting. <laughs> it's always fascinating. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and being here. Um, you're, you're such a joy, such a high frequency being and um, really appreciate what you went through in order to, to see and experience this beautiful healing Um practice and pra- this healing not doing i don't even know how to describe like don't do it guy. no do it yeah. do whatever but <laughs> we know it's there and everybody's gonna have access to it so very grateful we so appreciate you uh for for being on the show and thank you so much for uh for being a part of it thank you well right back at you too you're doing a fantastic job thank you so very much our pleasure thank you now once again if you want to download the audiobook of dr frank's uh, best-selling book the secret of instant healing you can go ahead and go to sourcemovement.com forward slash dr frank so that's sourcemovement.com forward slash d-r-f-r-a-n-k and you'll find the book there that you can download and get it right away all right everybody have a great day and we will look for you on the next episode. Peace. Namaste.